0: Hello and welcome to the Woman We See podcast, a podcast where I discuss empowering stories of young girls and women in the media and in my community. I'm your host, Solace, and I invite you to listen and feel inspired. Welcome back. Today, we are going to be discussing a pretty recent event in the media Meghan Markle's interview with Oprah. If you don't know, Meghan and Harry, the former prince of England, left the royal family. They left the business of it, and they're now living in California. And I think on Monday, Meghan and then Meghan and Harry went to do an Oprah interview to kind of talk about everything that happened behind the scenes. You can watch it Um, online on the cbs app that's where i watched it and today i'm just going to talk about kind of some of the issues that i thought were important to discuss and also give you guys like a brief summary of what it was about basically megan it started out like the first half was with just megan and oprah and she just talked about the things that went on behind the scenes that we didn't see in kind of seeing how the people people would judge her based off of kind of the perception and then she was living the reality and how difficult that was and there's this like really cheesy quote that I remember hearing when I was like really little and it was like don't compare your highlight reels to other people's or don't compare your bloopers to other people's highlight reels. And it's kind of like the same idea where it's like... And you can't compare what's happening on like the inside to what's hap- to what other people show because it's never true. But in this case, it was almost inescapable for Megan because people were going to be comparing. Because it wasn't just her. It wasn't her comparing um her bloopers it was other people comparing her highlight reel and then she was like living the bloopers I don't know if that makes sense but that kind of is like what that reminded me of just remembering that nothing nothing that people show to the public is realistic and then when you add the whole like when you add the addition of being not just a celebrity but A literal duchess that's there's a lot of pressure there and it's important that I think that people take a step back and learn from this and it's in that there's always going to be more going on behind the scenes and they went on to then talk about kind of the stuff that the media like ridiculed Megan on And it was just it was really sad to see the things that she would she would be criticized for like even like eating an avocado toast she was criticized for that because like avocados they like they contribute to the our shortage of fresh water something like that like ridiculous things like cradling her baby bump was seen as pretentious It's because of like obviously there's the factor that she is a woman and that's like what this podcast is about and that's why we're talking about it. And this is something that I am not, I don't think I'm in a necessarily fit position to be discussing, but there's a race factor too. That she is half black and that obviously was a huge contributor to all of, to everything that she faced while she was part of the senior, like council, not the senior council, like there's senior royal family. There's like, and I don't necessarily understand the way that the royal family is set up, but you have to understand it's like, it's an industry. It's like, it's a, it's like a job. And so she was part of the senior staff because she was like in the royal family I think I'm honestly like not really sure or not this isn't a credible source for all of your royal family information because I've never been somebody who has followed the royal family I've never really been interested in all of that but again I just think that it's really important that we kind of like discuss everything that Meghan has gone through and the fact that she's brave enough to be coming on to oprah and saying like and really just telling her truth i think that's really i think that's inspiring that she is strong enough and brave enough to be able to say what really happened and so yeah she talked about the kind of race factor which i again definitely think huge huge issue I don't know like I said before I don't know how much I can talk about it or if when I do discuss it when I do discuss anything race especially with a race that isn't mine I'm I think I already told you guys but I am my mom's white and my dad's Chinese so I am mixed race so I definitely I get the I get the kind of mixed race oppression thing I understand that and I think it's really difficult, and I think it's also easy to forget that, like, that racism is still a, preva- a prevalent—is that even a word? It's, it's still a relevant issue, and it's, but it's easy to forget that, because as somebody who is mixed-raced, it's easy for me to just kind of feel entrapped in my whiteness, if that makes sense, because I live in a town where, you know, most of the population is white, and you guys obviously don't know what I look like. I have very, like, light skin. I don't have it. I, my skin tone is more my mom's than is my dad's, and I think it's easy to forget these things, and that is what happened for, to Megan. Not necessarily in the same way, but she did kind of, she was told by all these people that she would be protected and she had no reason not to believe them because the racism issue wasn't even in her mind. And it's really sad that we've kind of come this far only, or we think we've come so far only to just constantly be reminded that we haven't. Because there were discussions of her child when Archie, who is her son, When he was, like, when she was pregnant with him, there were discussions of his, of how dark his skin would be, and I think that's insane, and again, just tying it back to kind of this empowerment issue, like, the fact that she was brave enough to be able to be telling the public that, because honestly, that's, like, I don't want to say that that's humiliating for her because i obviously don't know how she feels but i know that if that were for me i wouldn't be necessarily humiliated in a personal way but i would be humiliated by the people who had the discussion with me and then i'd also i would be humiliated in kind like in not in a a, again like not in a personal like i'm taking this personally but just like to have to have had face to have to have had that discussion in general it's hard to not tie these things back to yourself and to, for me, at least, to not be taking responsibility for things that I know in my right mind, I know that, like, that I can't control my race. But if there is a discussion, but if I were to have a discussion about covid because there is a lot of asian racism in terms of like the covid and how it was like the chinese virus and whatever and if i were to have a discussion with somebody and if someone were to say like oh you know ha 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 like hopefully i don't catch covid from you and i i think i wouldn't again i wouldn't take it to heart but i would still be kind of humiliated for myself that that had to even have been a discussion so there must have been a level of humiliation for her that she and she was able to overcome it not to expose the royal family which is another thing is that she really was very graceful and was did not take the oprah interview opportunity to jab at the royal family which i feel like women are very well known for being just like petty and to just wanting to take every opportunity to gossip and that wasn't at all what it was and I think that it's amazing for young girls to be watching this interview and to see how graceful you can be in telling the truth without like to tell your truth for your own for your own well-being without having to necessarily hurt somebody else directly I think that's an important message that when watching this interview, to kind of understand. And I think that she also was very, very kind towards Kate, which is again, just like women supporting women that sounds like cheesy, whatever. And obviously, if Kate had been nasty towards her, I'm sure she wouldn't have been as nice. But she didn't take the opportunity to, the opportunity to try and expose anyone, which I think was really was really graceful. And just kind of again tying back to the racism thing and to just how strong it was, because I'm sure that a lot of the issues that she was that she was talking about were they were hard because nobody wants to talk. Nobody wants to talk about the hard things that you face. And again, she has seen her fair share of media destruction of the media twisting things again like I said the baby mump just like they're so keen to twist everything that she says and to have that strength to be able to just overcome it and say like I need to do this for myself is an important message for every girl out there to just to do things for yourself and to be able to talk about issues for yourself I think that's like one of the lessons that I took away when watching this is that sometimes you just need to be able to share your story for you for your own well-being because you deserve it and she deserved it she deserved she deserved that platform to be able to tell her story and she also did talk a lot about like the mental health issues she was not doing well she was um she was just not in a good mental state and I'm sure that that was really hard to admit because again nobody wants to go nobody wants to go out there and say I'm having all these issues and then there's the added factor of the fact that she's like being watched worldwide like no like I barely want to tell my friends my parents these issues imagine telling like the whole world so that takes a huge element of bravery that I think she needs to be commended on because it's just insane how strong she must be to be able to do that and then there was the the second half of the interview that was kind of like the first half of the interview it was much it was kind of personal with Megan and Oprah and then the second half of the interview was with Harry as well and there there was a lot They, they again they kind of did talk about the same issues but From Harry's perspective, and there was something interesting. It was funny. It was when Harry was saying, like, "Oh, I, I was trapped. Like, I was trapped in this, like, circle of like this. In this, I was trapped in this pretentious world, whatever." And Oprah was like, thought it. Oprah thought it was funny. She, she almost thought it was funny. She didn't really laugh, but like you could tell she was like, "Oh, really?" Like, Mister like former prince harry's gonna come on here and say that he was trapped and i think that it was funny because like i knew what he meant where he was like when you're trapped in something but you don't know it so like like not like you don't know what you have till it's gone but kind of almost the opposite like you don't know what you're going through until you're not going through any- it anymore and then you can kind of take a step back and realize, oh, that, that was not okay. Like, so I think that's what he meant. But I think it was funny for Oprah to kind of be like, hmm, were you trapped? And I, I don't think he was trying to make things about himself. But I think that was kind of how it was seen. Um, but yeah, I, th- I thought that was interesting. And I don't know, I just, I think that the whole interview was just and this was a very like i just only skimmed the surface of everything that was talked about and there were extras that you can like watch the interview and then there was like parts of the interview that they obviously didn't even have enough time to air so you can watch those don't use this as your only source of information for this interview because i again i i I did not do justice but i just i think that the overall message that young girls have to learn when watching this young girls old girls anyone when watching Megan out there just to learn and to know that you deserve to tell your story and that you are strong enough even if you don't think you are you are strong enough to tell your truth and it doesn't have to be to the world but if you are in need of help and that was another thing was that she, she went to help, she asked for help, like, by correspondence, um, of the royal family and the people that kind of worked for them, and she asked for help, and she was denied it, so the fact that she had been asking for help, and they had denied her, and then she was willing to go on to this interview, and not that she wasn't, she wasn't, she wasn't at all asking for help in this interview, but she was kind of just, telling her story and that's what she did she told her story to these correspondents and they just denied they invalidated all of her feelings and so to be able to do this again and to the whole world because the correspondents were supposed to be taking care of her so that's like obviously it still takes bravery to talk about your issues point blank period but it it's like you can go to these people and like when you go to somebody who you know is supposed to help you it's easier but to be able to share her feelings with the world and they owe nothing to her we owe like as a society like we don't owe anything to her but she was still able to share her feelings and not be afraid of the invalidation that she might face which is a huge thing for me personally i'm somebody who is extremely reliant on kind of like this validation from others and to be able to tell her story to the world after her feelings had already been invalidated by people who were supposed whose job it was to help her and then be brave enough to just be like you know what i'm going to share this for myself for my own peace and not and there she did it for more than that i'm sure like i'm sure there were like the racism and kind of like telling the truth and telling the truth for truth's sake but also i'm there was it was probably and again i don't want to put words into her mouth but it was definitely it was probably for her own peace of mind as well to be able to do that without the fear of rejection or ridiculing or getting ridiculed by the media i think that's really important and i'm i feel like i'm kind of going in circles here but yes like the the message that i the overall takeaway from this interview was that you have to be able to kind of overcome your fears which okay you have to be able to overcome the internal blockade that's kind of keeping you from sharing from telling the truth and you have to be una you have to be able to overcome the internal blockade and be unafraid of the external and that's what she did she overcame whatever hesitation she was feeling whatever shame she was feeling because of the mental struggles because of her like the internal conflict of her being the first POC in the royal family and then she was also over she was also able to ignore the media and what they were saying about her that's really important and we can take that on a smaller scale you know if you're struggling and you don't know how to ask for help you don't know how to tell your story but you want to take this as kind of an inspiration as a moment to kind of see if she can do it so can you and just never be afraid to ask for help I think and just never be afraid to tell your story is what I took away from this so yeah I hope you enjoyed today's episode you can listen to the woman we see podcast on platforms like google podcast apple podcast and spotify for more of your host check out the social medias that will be linked in the description of this episode if you want your story told send us a message and remember to stay seen and inspired